Hey crew, we wanted to let you know before the show starts that we have some new ways to support the show. That's right. Not only have we been streaming regularly at twitch.tv slash yayotalkshow, which has included Rowdy Games of Uno, Smasher Pass, where you, the viewer, can push us further on our reasoning as to why we chose one or the other, and other moments that live exclusively on that Twitch, but also... We've opened up a Yayo Talk Show merch store. Either look in the description of this episode for the link or go to tinyurl.com slash yytshop to pick up a variety of cool stuff featuring art from our very own Molly Flood and Al McClellan Jr. Good luck spelling that one. Yeah! Um, <laughs> Molly and I are going to be working on updating the store with new designs and new products as frequently as we can. <laughs> If you want to be the first person to hear about new designs, make sure you're following us either on our Twitch or on Twitter at Yayo Talk Show. We'd probably still be doing all of this whether we had the show or not, but we're happy that you've made the decision to join us. Whether you're a new fan like Caden or been with it for decades like the rest of us, we're happy to have you here. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Yo! Yayo Talk don't give it up, Molly. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Marco. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Kayla. Don't They talk about the show, this group of four friends. Been going for a million years, there's no end. Watching every arc and saga, no sleep. It's the king of anime. 1,000 episodes deep. Yayo, 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 talk show. Talking about One Piece. It's the name of the podcast. We're not on Vine. What's up, wenches, privateers, and non-binary buccaneers? Welcome aboard the most chaotic One Piece podcast on the Grand Line, Tenet! Let me introduce (laughs) you to the crew. First, the captain of the Crudo Pirates, Molly D. Simpy. (laughs) What what are you on about? What am I on about? What are you on about? What's the wild theories Kate Jensen on about, innit? What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? How are you doing, uh, lords and ladies? We're going to be talking about One Piece today. He's from the street. And I've, actually, you know, I'm going to drop it really quickly. Because we, we have a new we have a new member. Oh, we yeah. don't have the Laugh Doctor aboard anymore. Murdered we have dead. the Laugh Borg. Al McClellan. Yo. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> Well, we were we were doing accents and, and scene. Thank you for coming to the podcast uh, today, everybody. I hope you enjoyed listening to the intro and/or possibly skipping over it to this part and then subsequently closing out of your browser. Have a wonderful why, rest this of your is day. Why you can't skip the intro because you'll miss <laughs> primo. We look, look. All right, all right. Okay, I, I'm spinning my chair around. Let me wrap with you. Okay. We know you're skipping the intro. <laughs> <laughs> We can see it. We can see that you're skipping the intro. Did you just did you just eighty spy villain like the the audience? No, 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 no. It's disappointed dad at the audience. Yeah, yeah he's like leave it to Pretty... Beaver's father has just entered the chat. If you noticed, I both turned my chair around and my baseball cap backwards so that I'm no. more identifiable with the children. Just well, you said you'd you rap with us. Yeah, yeah, I rapped with you. Would you Have rap? You li- see, this is what I'm talking about. You're <laughs> skipping the intro too. That's where I rap. You rap oh. monster? Yeah.
Damn it. Well, I'm the brave warrior of the sea. The end. That's Mark Budonica. What well, if if you didn't think we were chaotic before? We've the end. It's Mark Budonica. In it. The in it's Mark Budonica. All right. The in it's Mark Budonica. The Mark Budonica. In it. I really need to stop. Stop. I need to stop this. Help me. I was past and you. Help. I know. I know. I just. I just. I read. I read laugh borgs. <laughs> it's the laugh Borg saying is in his mock Vizonica, and I just couldn't I couldn't help myself. Right, boy, you're just seeing it. We're coming in with some good energy today. Oh god, we're here to talk about Gorp, but before we do We took a we took a it, this is a back-to-back. We took a, a small break. We're <gasps> coming in from No, we're telling him if we're if we're being real with the if we're if we're being we real with the, if we're being real with the kids out there. We, we we re-record a lot of this, okay? You're not <laughs> We were just talking about a lot of shows don't have PSAs anymore. So we're gonna we're gonna be that bridge. Yeah, here's the public service announcement. The things you think that take almost no work to do probably take longer than you think. The uh, end. The uh, show. <laughs> Listeners out there, here is your PSA for this episode. I'm sorry, and that was your PSA. You should apologize for it. Yeah. No, you're gonna get the one up at the top Talking before they even piece. know what they're getting into right yeah, now. Yeah, no, no, Molly definitely needs to apologize for this episode, but Already let's find out. We haven't we haven't even gotten into the part where she <laughs> needs to apologize <laughs> for it. <laughs> don't worry, apologize. don't worry, Sam. We're gonna get there. No, you need to. No, no, no. There's a little bit of just like what? listen, 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 listen. It's okay. I love you and I respect you. Other people may not see eye to eye with some of the stuff that you're about to like that's poetic about. To the end of that sentence. Other people, no, other people may not like, like, no, we'll get there. Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll understand audience. Like, give two minutes, two minutes. Mark, part of that two, part of that two minutes is, uh, Caden, what episode of the show are you on? Uh, in the last hour, I binged 600 episodes. I'm caught up. No, I'm at 522. Congratulations. I'm, fi- I'm 522. I didn't do anything. We took a break. I had lunch. So you find. So you finally made it to the part where Polly joins the crew. Polly's like, I can't believe that Polly's face turned into a steering wheel, and he's the steering wheel on the ship. You guys, we're not there yet. We gotta do. We gotta do a piece. It's four cigars that turned into a wheel. Anyway, we're <laughs> um, oh not there yet. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, Wilson! It's been a long time. Can you tell? Can We've been tell? here for four and a half hours. No, five hours. We've been here for five hours. I could do this all day. We've all experienced four twenty. Thanks, Cap. Oh my gosh, that's a double pun. Okay, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we 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 left off of last week's episode. Jesus Christ, we left off of last week's episode. Uh, sad. And I'm not going to talk about what the sad was. You can go back and listen to it on your own damn time. <laughs> we... Well, yourself. I love you. <laughs> we're talking oh, about... Holy we're talking what about... What the hell is happening to the podcast? We're talking about the... Uh, hey, we're chaotic. This is, this is all on brand. If we establish at the top that we're chaotic, we could say whatever the hell we want. We haven't even explained... About- yeah, go for the, it. The end of the Water Seven saga, which is it's been it. a couple. Of, it's been a couple of weeks, the uh, or at least a couple of days, a couple of weeks. Um, every everybody's sort of recovering. Usopp still is still <sighs> not with the crew, but uh, mm. people are starting to get new bounties. 
uh, Frankie's starting to work on a ship, and they have, and the Straw Hats have commissioned him, and they they came to an agreement, right? Of well, you know what? I was going to build this big ship, but I'm going to make sure that it's I'm going to build it for you because I want to follow in Tom's footsteps and make the ship of the Pirate King. You say you say that they commissioned a ship. Frankie stole the money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a thing of like, hey, I already, I already got the money, so I might as well actually do the thing you were going to have me and do. Bought the, bought a tree that is the same, uh, same type of uh, tree that uh, gold, uh, gold Rogers ship was made out of, and then, through a series of events, has decided now to use that to build them a new ship. Originally, he was going to do something else with it. He stole the money and then went to Michael's and bought a bunch of crafting supplies Ooh, and then yeah. was like, I will use these crafting supplies to make you something. He, he, he's building them brand new ship out of those really, really, really nice uh, cinnamon sticks that they have right at the intro, uh, the, the entryway to, to Michael's in the fall. Because you know, you go in there, you kind of grab a bunch of not no the the little the little brooms, the little the, the cinnamon yeah. brooms that they have. Yeah, it's that stuff. Um, the pine cones are for decorations. A oh, okay. big, like googly eyed pine cone that looks like a lion on the front of a pirate ship. That's our new ship since no. we're, since since we're in 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 thousand sunny territory. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we come up with a name for a ship for both generations of ship? We did. I don't know where they are. It's but somewhere it, in the pins, but man. If, if we replace anything, we're replacing Rudy with Pinecone Rudy. Pin, googly Pinecone Rudy. Rudy's Revenge, I think, is our our over the, our new our newer ship. And then I don't remember if it was the Wild Card or something else that was Rudy for our first ship. Something. Like That's that. right. I think it was the Wild Card. And the then wild yeah, card. Rudy's and then Rudy's, Rudy's Revenge. Revenge. Rudy's Revenge. Reversal, Reversal of fortune, fortune was one or of the wild card. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we had some. There's almost too many good names that it's like it is all of. We just can't pick one. Listen, so all listen. One knows. of those has to. One of those has to belong to the anti Cruno pirates. Oh, oh we know. No, we had a name for them. I can't remember now. Uh, yeah, the we, yeah we, no talk show. The yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 no, no talk show. Yeah, no, I know, but it's the like skip, the skip bow bandits. I swear, I swear, we gave them a. I swear, we gave their ship a we name. Probably, but all you need to know is that our masthead, much like Mary, much like uh, Sunny, is Rudy. 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 Are we um, updating? Are we updating Rudy? Also, real quick, no, we're not going to update Rudy. Okay, no, good, it's thank Rudy. You. We ride or die with Rudy. Thank you. Um, I don't want to leave are, Rudy behind. Since we are doing these back to back, you guys are listening to them a couple weeks apart. Uh, just to clarify, we are doing two recordings in one day, so we don't have any new uh, iTunes reviews. But you guys should, uh, yeah, yeah, if you want to, just leave us a little comment in the review section. Or if you are not within the states and outside of the states, um, and leave a review, please screenshot it and send it to us on our Twitter at Yayo Talk Show. On Twitter. Yeah, dude. And if you're listening to it on Spotify, please just send your review directly to our Twitter because Spotify doesn't let you do that. Please send your kisses directly into our inbox. Thank you. Kisses at yayotalkshow.com. Also, like, send us send us cookie recipes, I guess. That'd be nice. Oh, that'd be nice. I'm looking for new cookie recipes. Uh, yeah, any any sort of a, like a, a pineapple upside down. Moving on, though. Please talk to us. <laughs> We're lonely. <laughs> Senpai, please acknowledge us. Please notice acknowledge us. Acknowledge me. Witness me. <laughs> okay. So, so, please, please, 
baking these cookies. Um, you just I'm spray silver on them. It's like yeah, shining in chrome. But it's like Wiley Coyote, Frankie right. Build Ship, Frankie Build Ship to set for sale to Straw Hats to sale Big for boat. boat. While he's building the ship, though. Uh, we get a whole, oh my god, like the amount, I forget how much information, or I, yes. I had forgot before we, yes. before Caden blue pie this, this section, yes. how much information comes through this section. We have new bounties for everybody. Mm-hmm. We have a glow up from returning characters, Kobe and Helmeppo, who have been working with Them boys. This- them boys who have been working with this vice admiral Garp, who ah. who Puppy. breaks his busts his way into where the straw hats are staying, and punches Luffy square in the head, and it hurts him. And everybody's like, "How did that? How did that hurt him?" He is a rubber man. He's a rubber man. That's man. This this is the most evil marine that we've ever seen because he has a power that no other marine has. Love. And it, it's That's something that will, something that can only is is Luffy's biggest weakness, being related to him. Being hey. related to Luffy is a pretty big. Uh, so we, meeting meeting Garp and getting Garp in his full, well, Garpness is in like, his full garb. Full the, garb? the Garp garb. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> it's, it, like it's Thank so. You. It, I love when we see relatives and, and this was sort of a, a great way to show we've seen a little bit of ACE and we see where some of the like resemblance comes from. We see Garp and that's truly the like, Oh my God, there's more of him. Can like, we? yes. How could, how could somebody be like, be like Luffy? All of the straw hats were like, when they met ACE, they're like touched to like, Oh my, he's a reliable older brother. I get how Luffy has survived this long. I, I understand this amazing human of, a, of an older brother, Ace. This, wow, I just, I don't know. Has anybody else got, anybody else got goosebumps? And then they meet Garb and they're like, oh, that checks out. That makes sense. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. No, they're definitely related. Yeah, yeah they're definitely yeah, related. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, the moment same, where. Same stupid grin, same, same, same like facial structure, idiot. Same narcolepsy. The narcolepsy. The moment where Garp is like, I'm going to beat your ass. And then Louis's like, no, Grandpa, no. And then everyone's like, we got to save Luffy. And they both pass out. Everyone's like, no, there's two of them. (laughs) (laughs) We can't help him. We don't know how to fight stupid with stupid. So there is a couple of things that we got from from Garp. We got... uh, (laughs) It's like, oh, yeah, I heard you ran into your dad. To which Luffy's reaction was... I have a dad. (laughs) I was born of all of the (laughs) a papa. Man, I get that feel though, right? Um, (laughs) Big mood. (laughs) But we also so we get the drop that the man that saved Luffy from Smoker in uh, Logetown was his father, Dragon, and Dragon is the leader of the Revolutionary Army. And cool. Is... Can I get points for calling that earlier? Stop. Like retro. Stop. Thanks. Stop. Stop. I, the the sheer amount and and Caden, this is this is one of the moments. The sheer amount of of comments that were like tweeted at me that didn't tag you of like, how did how did she know? <laughs> it's like we don't know. We don't know. Okay. You just saw between the code. Where is we meet Gar for the first <laughs> thematically time? Thematically appropriate. 
the first time we meet Garp, he's like this entire time he's been wearing a doggy hood, and it's like who knows who this guy is. Immediately see that guy grin for a second, and you're like immediately that guy is definitely related to to Luffy, and yeah. then you see fucking dragon sad ass his, his entire face dude's got a face tattoo and kaden was like papa energy dirty daddy he's dirty daddy, dirty daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of our ship the dirty daddy nope. nobody could possibly nope. more be far away from the title dirty daddy than fucking dragon oh no my God. he's a dirty daddy he, he do you hey, listen he is a dirty awful nasty man yeah, just keeps it just keep he's, a saying, he's a dirty daddy he's a dirty, dirty daddy when you're saying dirty he's daddy i don't hear dirty daddy dragon de nasty man i hear he's a dirty daddy that's what i'm fucking hearing <laughs> no you're saying it like that but i'm saying he's a dirty daddy he is a dirty and you want you me to say imagine. he's a dirty daddy no i'm he's definitely a dirty daddy i'm definitely not projecting definitely not you literally wooed that whole time please please can please you imagine dragon can you imagine Dwagon saying "ara ara"? Ara ara. No, you can listen. Listen, you oh. can absolutely have uh, masculine type voices do the "ara ara" and have it work. You just do "ara ara," and it works perfectly fine. I also want to hear Dragon say that. Well, too bad because it is now in your brain. Yeah, I definitely saw that just now. You want Garp to do it though. Moving along, Molly. Wait, have uh oh no, we haven't we haven't met that character in the show yet. But there's a there's a character uh that we meet that is um <clears throat> garp like, I'll say that. Uh Shut up. Molly Molly has <laughs> sent us um Alan Alan myself a, a picture that, with with the caption, look at this slut. And and I don't think she's put it in the main chat yet. And this is just serving a, a reminder both to the audience to tweet at Molly, who's the slut? And, and, also, and also Molly to post the, the picture in the Thousand Sunny. This is a character I've met now because yeah, you, I know met, you know the okay. character that we're talking about. Oh, yeah, that's got to be. It's like because I immediately was like, wait, there's more. There's another oh, there's one. Plenty of sluts you haven't. <laughs> okay, met cool. Because I'm gonna call them out every single time and name drop exactly which ones. I didn't are, think we would talk about that slut today. All right, I don't need to be called out today. Keep this for the future. No, we're 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 seasoning the audience <sighs> so that they can be prepared for it. Because now we're getting it. Because guess what? We're gonna start getting into Molly time, starting with Garp. Garp is the the introduction to Molly time. Everybody was just like, "Oh, Ace is gonna be Molly." No, no. You didn't even, you haven't even, there is a whole, like, stable that Molly has. Slut stable. (laughs) Molly's stable of slut. And you've only, Molly has only trotted out one of them right now, and it is said it's Garp. (laughs) Where did this horse girl analogy come from? Oh my god. Where did the joke be like a harem or something? But you, you know, it's like, no. So I've been re watching Uma Masumi Pretty Derby. So uh, I know. You, I follow forgive. you on Tumblr. I know. Yeah. Of course you do. Thanks. I for, th- thanks, Molly. Follow follow Molly on Tumblr. You'll see you'll see exactly the stuff that Molly's in. Follow Yayo Talk Show. And on, the Yayo on Talk Show mostly. And you'll be able to figure out that Molly runs it pretty quickly. But we get <laughs> yeah. the dro- we get the drop 
of Garp talking. Garp talks too much. He drops Dragon. He drops the Revolutionary Army. And then he mentions, then he's like, Shanks, ah, Shanks, he's one of those Yonko. And then we're like, what does that mean? And then he. Nani? And so we get a further look at the hierarchy of the seas in the Grand Line and the New World of. We have the Shichibukai, which is a government-run, quote, organization. But then we have the Yonko, who are the four most powerful pirates in the sea. And do we get them? We don't get them name-dropped. We just see them. But we know Shanks is one of them. We And they drop that, uh, since we've already seen Whitebeard, that Whitebeard is at the same Shanks is at the same level as Whitebeard, basically. Yes. And so we see the two others. We see uh, what looks to be a female presenting... Uh, silhouette and a male presenting silhouette but we don't know who they are at this point and it's just this huge drop and garp's like picking his nose and he's like oh i probably shouldn't have said any of that just forget i said it and like the it, that changes everything similarly to what i mentioned in the last thing about the punch in the military and the scope getting wider that just made the sea even bigger for garp being like man garp's the garp's the best yeah right we thought we were in there. We thought we were just like, it's the grand line. We're finally here. It's just like, this is, this is a level one. This is the tutorial, <laughs> bitch. It's it's like, like, this is we, the tutorial level. All, all we knew about Shanks is that him and Luffy were bros and that they were going to meet up somewhere along his journey out into the sea. Uh, and, you know, if Luffy is like feeling good enough, he's going to show him how good of a pirate he is. Now things have changed. Not only is Shanks uh, a big deal, he's one of four very big deals. Mm-hmm. The biggest, even. Almost the biggest. The and and the the <laughs> did they translate the emperor? Like it's like one of the four emperors, Yonko, meaning like four yes. rulers, sort of. Okay, good. Yeah, they they definitely did. We got the warlords and we got the emperors. The pirate. It's the pirate emperors. It's the pirate emperors, isn't it? Please, we haven't even. We're we're foxy gaming this again. Let's go. Oh, for foxy's sake. No. Oh, so God. Frankie finishes the ship. It's remarkable. The tangerines have their own grove. There's grass. Like there's there's a weight room for bros. Um, and a huge a huge kitchen with a huge fridge with a lock on it. With Wasanji's one request. There's a there's a hello, Molly. Molly's gone. You brought up the weight room for bros. About that one Frankie meme, it's the 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 Star Wars prequel meme where it's the back and forth between Anakin and what's her face Padme, and but it's like Frankie, it's Frankie and Zoro, and it's like yeah, and there's a weight room it, that like definitely people won't use to be like the it's like yeah, and there's a weight room. He's like so I was like yeah, that definitely won't be used in fanfics for like sex scenes, and then it's just Frankie staring at Zoro. It's like. They won't use the 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 weight the bro weight room for sex scenes, right? Like <laughs> immediately, that's what I thought of. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, talk show on Tumblr. They were they were barbell mates. Oh my god, I gotta <laughs> find that again. Bar- barbell boys. Um, barbell bros. Bro oh bell? my god, no. I quit. So, <laughs> well, it's Goodbye. been fun. We made it to double digits and we gotta go. Dab. But, um, dab. <laughs> um, dab on the way out. Essentially, every member of the crew 
has a space and and then some and uh everybody sort of has their own quarters and and uh their own offices whatever what have you and as soon as uh, frankie does the cool guy thing and like salutes and heads off into the sunset doesn't accept the offer to join the crew and he he eventually gets his speedo stolen and it gets run through and he runs through town Completely nude, as as Americans are wanting to do, and uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, they make it back to the sunny. Offers him one more time, and God bless Nico Robin, who's like, oh, no. I'm literally oh, no. going to grab this guy uh, by the balls and snap him like a glow stick. Robin <laughs> <laughs> don't play around, all right. And a, and and Frankie. Uh, does ultimately what he wants to do, joins the crew and goes out as the new shipwright of the Strawhead Pirates. But we are missing somebody. On the way out, Soga King. Well, it's Scar- he's back to Usopp at this point. Um, but no, but uh, what happened? We don't know where we don't know where Soga King went. What? No, we, God damn it! I, you wanted me to blow through this thing. Let me blow through this thing. <laughs> Usopp. This entire time, Usopp's been sort of around. He's been in the background. He he's been hanging out with Yokozuna, listening to everything that's been going on. So he hears all of the same information, and he's been waiting for the crew to start to say something. He's been waiting for them to be like, ah, Usopp, you did a great job down there. Why don't you come back? And it takes him until way too late to to come to terms with the fact that he made the decision. He has to speak up. He has to, he has to be the one to engage. And literally as the Thousand Sunny is sailing away and it being fired on by the Marines... He finally runs out to the coast and yells, I'm sorry. And that and Luffy immediately throws a hand out, grabs him, uh, <laughs> whips him back, and they knock heads. Just like this whole moment with Usopp, they're so specific that he went against Captain's orders and kind of a lot of this arc between getting Robin back and finally saying goodbye to Mary. It's this kind of moment of like Luffy is the captain and the captain's got to make hard decisions. And one of those things is that Usopp left the crew. The crew can't come crawling back to Usopp asking him to join because he's the one who left and he isn't the captain. Luffy is the captain. That has been decided. Um, And they really, if Usopp wants to come back, he's more than welcome to, but he has to be the one to concede the role, right? That's, that's not his role anymore. His, his role is, to be the sniper, the, the his his good friend Soga King bequeathed to him Kabuto, and it is now his turn to be the sniper king. That is that is how he will be the proud warrior of the sea. And yeah, it's just one of those moments where it's like that moment where everyone like can't acknowledge Usopp because they're trying to fight off Garp, and he's just like, "Ha ha, hey guys, ha ha, hey guys." And it's still, oh god! And and speaking of Garpy's, and it's more of a like a you better run, you snivelly little shit, and just starts hucking <laughs> cannonballs. Yes, <laughs> like what a monster! This was a, a like a a fun way to resolve everything. We get a lot of information, but we don't really get to do a lot of like with it. It's just here's all this information. You have to let that sit and fester while you go off on this next adventure, which is. 
Thriller Bark, the spooky Halloween episode arc. No, oh, what? The, what we were supposed to go goodness. to the Fishman Village? That's we what know. they said. That's what they said they were going towards. What do you we mean we're not going there next? I don't know what you're talking about. There's a McDonald's along the way. They got to stop Ooh. at first. One but, black coffee. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we're on our way. We're on our way to Fishman Island because that's exactly where the next heading is. So we got to go to Fishman Island. It's very important. Everybody has to go to Fishman Island. Too bad. It's time for spooky. But it's, don't worry. But don't worry. We have is, stuff that gets in the way. And is, it only made me slightly mad. But and this that, is a big deal for them. They have a goal in mind and they're actually going towards the goal that isn't just one piece. All right. It's like they're like, we're going to go to Fishman Island. They teased it at the beginning, at the beginning, at the beginning of Water 7. They're just like, oh, there's a Fishman Island. And Nami's just like, huh, we should probably. And then at the end of this, they're just like, okay, we're now, now we're finally a hundred and something episodes ready. later, we're going to Fishman Island. Now Thriller we're ready. It's like before, <laughs> actually, something mm-hmm. very important happens no, before. No. No, 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 no. Like legitimately, something, <laughs> oh, something okay. very important happens. <laughs> This is where a man named Blackbeard Ugh. is found Ugh. on Bonaro Island by Ace. Bonaro. Oh, oh, wow! Have we not talked about this? No, we no. haven't. I have just not. that really startled me. I thought we had already got. Wow! Oh no, oh, I wasn't prepared no. for this. I was prepared for talking about Garp today. I wasn't ready for this. Garp. Right after they leave Water 7, That's we go back right. to before, uh, but three days before Luffy left Water 7, Ace catches up to Blackbeard on Bonaro Island, and they fight. And this is where it's revealed that Blackbeard has eaten the Yami Yami no Mi, which is said to be the most evil. I'm just reading the wiki at this point. But uh-huh. he, is, he, is, he is a being of pure darkness. Versus As opposed to the... Yeah, Edward. go ahead. Well, no, versus versus Ace, who who burns brightly, He's a sun. Uh, as as bright as the sun. But yeah. this fight results oh. in the capture of Ace by Blackbeard, and, uh, and I don't think we know why at this point. No, no can idea. We talk about we talk about how good how good that animation fight though was. It was really good. It was this really cool. Really, really good. In the show. Yes. Such a it's like it's such a short battle, but they like put so much heart into that episode. It was yeah. really epic. Epic. And it's it's another one of those nuggets of information that we just have to sit on for a yep. little bit. Of oh a God, quote unquote a little bit. A, a little bit? We have to think about the repercussions. <laughs> we have to deal with this for a little bit. Also, I was going to say the Yami Yugi no me. So okay, Yama Yugi. Yeah. Oh just all right, now yeah, we can Ace, walk away. Ace comes through with a fire fist and and uh the fruit's <laughs> like oh, oh, oh. And, Black, and Blackbeard says it's time to duel and then pulls out his tool <laughs> <laughs> monster deck. Wow. I'm into it. Where's Duke Devlin in all of this? Anyway, I say a little bit. Because, He's dimensioning the dice. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I love that arc so much. Uh, <laughs> Me 45. too. Me too. Where's the Yu-Gi-Oh podcast? This is not the Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Kaden, did you have the Game Boy Advance game? I had every game. Yeah. Did you? The, but the Game Boy Advance uh, Dungeon Dice Monster game. Uh, Duke Devlin is so like That's not okay. A yes or no. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Young Caden had a real big crush on Duke Devlin. So, yeah, I bought the game with Duke Devlin on it. Hell yeah. All right, moving on. That's all I needed. 
That's all I needed. That's all I needed. Man to hear hot. Yes. Man Let's hot. Go. Yes. Dice throw. Throw dice. Hot monster come out. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of monster come out, let's talk about Thriller Bark, which was what the f- Wow, good segue. Wow, the, the freaks do come out at night. Uh, <laughs> who's this freak? This freak who's ain't this no freak? Who's this? This freak ain't no gilf, but wow. I say a little bit because wow. this was only 45 episodes. It felt longer. What is 45 episodes? Just only 45. I will Listen, say that. For a those, lot of for people th- know why I say only 45 episodes. Yeah, I'm going to put some asterisks on this. There is Ask. a arc... There is a there is an uh, there is a filler arc and it's an entirely like thing. It does not matter. I watched the entirety of it. It's called the Ice Hunter arc. It I hated it. It was like after the the big high of Eni's lobby and all the stuff that we're setting up. They're just like we're gonna go to Fishman Island and then they end up in this place with these and i'm just like i hate everything i was complaining about it incessantly i'm just like mm-hmm. this sucks i don't like this this is boring and nothing happened here and the stakes felt like way way high for nothing after luffy did all of this stuff it's like this is not this is this is dumb this is dumb i don't like this i don't like this filler it was like i would have really just preferred they just like give the animators a couple months off let them rest and then like come back it's like i would have taken another boss luffy arc, luffy arc instead of ice hunter like i remember liking it at the time but looking back i'm like mm, skip it they stole they stole the jolly roger and then they got the jolly roger back the end we got it that's it the animators wanted to get lost in a little au for a little bit we stole it from you what if the stakes were so low that it went to the negative values, but because we only go up to made everything cold. We, 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 but since we can only go up to a, a certain value number, we can't go into the negative. It circles back to the highest number. Uh, may I say, Caden, stakes uh-huh. like that are a medium rarely well done. Whoa! Oh. Whoa! Kill me! Whoa! <laughs> I literally, I literally was just going to say, ha 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 ha, something something small, medium at large. Continue. <laughs> yeah, you. Re- thank you. <laughs> you recognize you. Yeah, I'm bowing yeah. and dabbing at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I know. Whoa! From Badab. Badab. Thriller bar. From the ice. God damn it! From the ice hunter <laughs> arc. We arrive in the Florian Triangle in the Devil's Sea, and we start to it, it gets all misty and it's all spooky, and everything is just it starts to get a little bit terrifying. You skipped one thing though. They come I'm across this. They, they have no. They're like running out of food. They see a barrel. They bring the barrel on board. Fireworks happen, and they're all just like, "Well, that was stupid." And then, <laughs> and then nothing else happens for a while. They got like glitter bombed. They like got a. They got a tube in the mail, and they're like, "Oh, this is." And then they open it, and they're like, "Oh, there's glitter everywhere." And they're like, "Okay." Oh. And then they. And then everything gets foggy. Please go continue. And then everything gets foggy, <laughs> and they see a derelict ship, and they see. They see a goddamn living skeleton. Jack Bonesman? Jack Bonesman? Is it a Bonesman? Named Jack? Made out of bones. What? Jackie boy Bonesman. Are you sure? Do they need to go check? Does Luffy Jonesman. Does Luffy and, um, I don't know, Sanji and uh, Nami need to go check and see if he's actual Bonesman? We should probably send them. It's it's the best because Luffy shows up and asks two questions. 
Can you poop? And will you join my crew? <laughs> I love th- that's yes big, to both. Big, big Molly energy. Yes. Big Molly energy. This is the return of Luffy's. You know. <laughs> I don't want to be rude. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't state the obvious. I would ask the interesting questions. If you ask him, are you going to join my crew? And they say no. Do you feel comfortable asking the poop question anymore? You got to come in hard. You got to come in hard with the poop question. I want answers first. Poop first, yes. then then will you join the crew? Poop That's, first, but, ask questions like, later. I'm not going to ask this guy, oh, are you a skeleton? Are you alive? No, that's for that's for the people holding the brain cell. I'm coming in hard with the, I got to, bro, you got to tell me. I got to know. got to know. We'll leave you alone. I just you really know. need, where does the caca? You really need an icebreaker question after that last arm. Yeah. Where, does, where does the caca come from on the skeleton? And then the guy <laughs> without missing a beat is just like, yeah. And then you, you're vibing with this guy and you're like, you got to join my crew. That's just how that goes. And then he also <laughs> says yes. And then, yeah, he's all, Al, what did you do? Do we, do we know his name even at this point? Does Luffy Jack even Bonesman? know? Does, does we, do no. we know Jack Bonesman's name? No, he we didn't don't. Know, no, he didn't. He invited him before he introduced That's himself. right. That's right. This is like Luffy's just like, Skeleton, do you poop? Yes. Will you join my crew? Yes. Yeah. What up? I think I killed Mark. <laughs> I am just, this is so on brand for you, Al, where you say something and I don't hear it at all, but all I hear is Mark's reaction to it. And then I'm like, great. Now I'm going to listen to our podcast to hear oh, what wow, you what said. How dare oh, man. Only, hey, Molly. Only hours in the day. Molly, do you skip the intro? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Um, um, three simultaneous dabs. Oh my god! <laughs> you, you every, you, do you poop? Will you join the crew? Al, I have to bump that because that was such a good goddamn joke that the other two didn't hear. That didn't was so goddamn funny. I was it something related to Kaka? That's all I heard before I heard Mark said oh. I said you definitely need a good icebreaker question after that last arc. Oh, look at you. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. That's what I expected. This is what happens when we upgrade to the Laughborg. It like, was added to it that, that Caden and Molly just kind of went past, at, like, Al, you're fucking non-sequiturs, <laughs> like, in the middle of, like, oh, God. Like, it was just, like... You gotta watch out for the quiet ones. Is what something happens here. something that he gave up your principles on. Well, what about your vice principles? Like that, so, that was so the funniest thing ever. Funny. That was the funniest thing ever. That was the fun. There was no funnier joke in the. Everybody stopped writing jokes. That was the funniest joke. It's so insane how consistent Al will do these jokes and they just go clear over my head until Mark clips it and puts it in the Discord and I just like did not hear. I hear Al like and then i hear marks are busting up laughing and i just like i my brain has not processed anything alice said i just know he said something with a pun or something witty <laughs> it's like it's like the moment in dead end adventure when they're having a conversation with the bartender and luffy and zoro <laughs> are talking <laughs> no entirely entirely that well you're the dumb one why am i the dumb one well, because I'm a pirate. I'm a pirate. <laughs> and he said only dumb people and pirates do it. That was, oh, I was crying. <laughs> Every time. Where are we? Jack Bonesman. Jack, Jack Bonesman. Bonesman. Yeah, so Luffy invites him on on the ship for a meal, despite not knowing anything about him, just because, like, look at him. He's a skeleton, and he's got a, he's got a top hat and an afro. Jack, you're going to not ask more questions? This is like, come on, come over for dinner. 
Even though we, we even though previously two minutes ago we really said we didn't have that much food. We're immediately vibing mm-hmm. with Brooke at this point. And it's it's a great way to flip this sort of trope on its ear of we we go to a new island, we go through a new arc, we fall in love with somebody, and they join the crew afterwards. We started with that here. They almost everybody immediately says no to Luffy, and Luffy's like, "All right, I'm gonna force friendship upon you, and we're gonna have a good time." And this is the first time somebody has come willingly. We just had Frankie streaking throughout his hometown, like and get his glow stick bent. Yeah, and it's like there was like <laughs> there was a whole parade to get Frankie on the ship, and then this time, like within like X amount of like episodes, probably two chapters, maybe like five chapters because of the Ace thing. Five chapters since then. Now it's just Brooke being like, okay, oh yeah, all right. You guys got cable? Like I, I got a lot going on <laughs> here. I, my mom put some games on it. My mom put some games. There's a couple. There's a couple caveats about Brooke joining, though. Uh, Mark, would you like to uh, explain some of the some of the, the the a little bit about Brooke about what makes this a little bit too complicated? Wait, what's his full name? I mean, skeleton. Ske- the gentleman's skeleton, Brooke. Yay, Jack Bonesman. So when they're sitting down at dinner, he's like, okay, look, I, you know, I would love to join you guys, but there is a problem. So one, he, he explains that he was once alive and he ate a devil fruit, in or, uh, which gave him a second life and, and, uh, and explained Free it. guy. <laughs> you got a free man. <laughs> Coming soon uh, to theaters and Disney Plus. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. He oh, explains man. that live action Brooke is Ryan Reynolds confirmed, dude. <laughs> I, m- in <laughs> slap yeah. my money down on the I'd table. I'd watch that. Um, but he he doesn't have a shadow. He doesn't have a reflection. And Brooke explains that his shadow was taken, and he can't leave the Florian Triangle because if uh, if he steps out into the sun, he would he would like get ashed. He would d- disintegrate. So he was like, "Look, I that's how old I, he is." I, I yeah. Fucking farts dust. <laughs> oh my god! And there's that, there's that, that's that segment on the on the table where he eats full stomach, belp, and then fart, and then like, oh god! Like if you didn't love him, then come on. There's there's how no hope you? for you. Yeah, how you guys dare fell you in not? love with Frankie? Your standards are both high and low, so just accept the guy <laughs> for who he is. Yeah, truly. But says that, hey, um, I can't leave. The sun will kill me. So if vibes, right? Um and he, Yeah, just just like everywhere right now. Here's the whole mood. <laughs> mood. Yeah, that's the word I was working for, not vibes. Anyway, um the gates of a ship called Thriller Bark come and surround the Thousand Sunny, and now we have our we, we have our heading because our heading came to us. And it is this big ship island. Big spooky vibes. Before Brooke departs he asks if they came across a random floating barrel and of course Caden, as you mentioned the the very important uh, plot point of the fireworks barrel that signaled as a uh, a marker for the island of thriller bark to come and surround the ship and take hold of the contents within um because we well, first of all it looks like an island but we find out that it's a ship uh and luffy sees spooky island and naturally he wants to explore. So instead of just going out, they take advantage of the Thousand Sunnies new uh, compartment for smaller vessels. Soldier Dock. Soldier Dock, that's right. And we see for the first time 
The Mini Mary. Mini Mary! Which Mini is a, their yes. small vessel that can take them from ship to shore. The paddle, paddle boat. Did, any, did anybody else get a little emotional seeing Mary uh, again? I mean, yeah. we just buried our friend. Of course we're getting emotional. It's the, it's the spirit of Mary continuing on. It's, it's, it's the child it's, of Mary. It's the Mary that Mary always deserved. Not being an entire ship. Just being a little ship who's like, I got you, I got you, I'll, I'll help you get groceries. Like, you know. <laughs> it's the scooter. Yeah, we'll have a fun time. Way, way better than calling it a dinghy. This is the yeah. this is the boat that you use casually at your lake house. This is not the 20 galleon ship you take into battle. All right. This is this is the energy that Mary has always <laughs> exuded. But like, <laughs> they just played too hard with the boat. This is this is the Mary that Mary always wanted. And it's also made out of a more sturdy material than plywood. Yeah. It's made out <laughs> of hopes and dreams. Yeah. It's, it's made out of Adam. The, yeah. The, 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 the treasure twig. Yeah, treasure. The treasure twee. The treasure twee. Adam, the treasure twee. Oh, I mean, it's. I know we just. I know we just buried Mary. But it's However. like, thank God for, thank God. But he didn't already love Frankie, that he's just thinking of this stuff. Like, he's just like, they would love this. Like, look, guys, I know you've been through a really hard loss. So I decided to get you something extra on top of the ship that I built with the money that I stole from you. It's one of those things that's like, hey, I know that that thing you lost was with you for a very long time and nothing could ever replace it. However... I made you this new thing that's similar to it. It's like, oh, you remember that stuffed animal you had as a kid? Yeah, I got thrown into an incinerator. But I, uh, and I'm sorry, I heard about that. So I, I sewed you a new one by hand from uh, me. That's basically your, it. That's the energy. Did your, did your, <laughs> did your dog die? Oh, I'm so sorry, but he's a brand new puppy. <laughs> Please stop crying in front of me. Take this dog. For a guy who genuinely thought he wasn't gonna go with them, like that he thought he was gonna stay behind and just do whatever he does. Stuff on the on the boat that was themed. And for he's him. like, he's like somebody's like they'll find it eventually. And now he's kind of like, oh, do you guys? You guys he definitely it? like it, within moments are just like they would have never figured this out. Robin yeah, would have, but Robin wouldn't have told them because that's not. That's not fun for her. He gave like Usopp and Nami like a couple sticky notes, and he's like, "That'll be good enough." And then he's like, "Oh, I I guess I'm coming too." They have my shorts. I gotta go. But yeah, the mini Mary. I know it's have shorts. Will travel. I mean, we're we're still grieving. The pro- we're still grieving. We're still grieving. But mini Mary is just such a very and en- entirely kind thing. Like immediately after that arc, that's just like. If you didn't like Frankie before, him making the mini Mary should have won you over. And if it doesn't, I don't know what's wrong with you. Just like an entire, it's just, 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 just. It's when he literally puts all of their thoughts into building this ship. And then it's just like, but I'm not done yet. And then comes out with like all these little thoughtful additions that don't even have to do with the ship proper. And it's like, oh, just so thoughtful it's just just it's like some i don't know i'm sure he knew how much it meant to them but it's just like wow and how much the weight room meant to all the fans on <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> oh man those, those frankie size those... continues nailing the room together. okay yeah, we... yeah nailing the room together is definitely the, the term and phrase that you want to use for that frankie <laughs> even louder frankie definitely definitely is not the person who's like Oh, they're gonna fuck in here. He's like, all right, they're gonna fuck in here. Like, if 
<laughs> yeah. As he's like got like Smash Mouth playing in the background and he's sipping <laughs> thumbs up in his Guy Fieri shirt. He knew. Come on. This is the freak of the week we're talking about here. <laughs> no, no, new freak is here. The new freak is here. Rev no, is here. The new freak. Okay, there's there's a freak of the week. There's a freak of the week. But then they left. Wait, 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 wait. Freak of the week, derogatory, freak of the month, affectionate. That's true. Like employee of the month. <laughs> But it's always Frankie. <laughs> hey, you get the placard with the second one. Yeah, but it, it's you just a, always you get Frankie. a placard and a and a twenty dollar gift card with the yeah. second. Yeah, he's very proud of it. He like cleans them every every month when he gets a new one. It's just all pictures of him. What are we talking about instead again? Of a, instead of a Thriller gift card, mark. it's it's, it's, a, it's a, a a coupon for one free back massage. <laughs> From who? Whoever From himself. I mean, Whoa. From the, from the previous freak of the month. Oh yeah, just, with his hands and rubs his little <laughs> He would. Gonna, he would do I'm that. Put it past him. All right, the guy made Minnie Mary. He could do anything. Large hands. God. So yeah, uh, uh, Minnie Mary. <laughs> like the so a lot a lot happens, and in the sense of there's a lot of exploring the island, and we get the the crew in various degrees of terrified or aimless. And the one that one character that never seems to be like truly scared of anything is Luffy. And whether it's courage or pure, just stupidity, he's, he's just like, Oh, cool zombies. And another one of my favorite moments of the show is the first zombie rising yes. from their grave. And Luffy goes, well, that's not right. And he just puts them back in. And people, goes, people who know nothing, back into the people grass. who know nothing about one piece, know that gif. They have seen that gif. They think that gif is hilarious. They just like, what would you do if you saw a zombie? And it's just Luffy be like, they're there. And like shoving him back into the ground. Oh, that is, is like, that is like a lot of people that I know who's like, isn't that the show with the zombie? Like where he shoves them. I'm like, yes, that is one piece. That is one piece entirely. So there, yeah, no, you're, you're, you're like, there's so many like clippable moments in this arc that are just like really fun and really funny. Dot, dot, dot. However, there's also a lot of really, really messed up stuff. Um, there's one particular character, uh, or it's actually there's pretty much the, the the two main like villains we see before we actually get the to the ultimate villain of this, which is Gecko Moria. Uh, we have Absalom and Doctor Hogback, and both of those characters have very. Um, uh, I'm trying to find a, a, a nice way to say this. Which, uh, I, I, was gonna, I was gonna go a little bit further than that. Canceled. It's, uh, uh, no further than that. I was going to say that it's like uh, unwanted physical contact there you go. and uh, removal of other people's agency by force. Mm -hmm. So uh, Hogback has this thing where he's uh, he can create uh, create these creatures which are like the the basically a soul from somebody else and then the body of this uh sindri is one of these particular characters that he keeps close and we find out later that sindri's body is actually belonging to someone that he he was a stalker i'm just gonna point it out oh, right there absolutely hogback was, was a, a, mm -hmm. absolutely a creepy stalker who had this like you know made up relationship in his own head uh, with this woman who was already in love with somebody else and he made this whole thing up then he was the cause of her death then stole her body 
then stole the soul, used his boss's ability to steal souls, then put a new soul in that body, and then has control over her agency. Like, he can order her to do things because he created this version of her. Which is, and I'm going to, you're going to have to, you're going to censor this, but it's fucked up. It is pretty fucked up. Mm -hmm. Pretty fucked up. Absolutely. It made me really uncomfortable. It made me super uncomfortable. As um, it should. Which, and it's, a, it's such a shame because Sindri is such a great character and then Hogback exists mm -hmm. as like mm -hmm. the crux of her existing and I'm just like I don't like this versus Absalom who and yet another reason that uh, that our, our our good chef is cancelled um, uh, they Absalom has the 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 uh, suki suki no mi which is clear clear fruit um, which means that he can turn invisible. Which Sanji's just like, I wanted to have that fruit because then I could spy on women in the bathroom, which is exactly what Absalom does. So they have this bonding moment over being absolute horrible people. Canceled club. Hogback and Absalom are the terrible. The smidge, the smidge of like decent information we get from that interaction between Sanji and this guy that I hate, uh, two bros I hate is that Sanji at some point has read a book that states every single known devil fruit. That's how he knows about the invisible, invisible, invisible fruit. Like that's the only reason why he knows that. So there's like, it's such an interesting thing because so many times in this show, we see people being like a rubber man. Like, what do you mean? Where I didn't is even know a rubber existed. Whereas like in Mary. certain parts of the sea, <laughs> It's like, yeah, what about it? Like, there's a whole book about it. Like, what do you, you know, it's like, it's like, where it. do you get oh. your news source from? Like, I haven't, I had a book as a child that like told me about these stupid devil fruit, bro. Like, coming off the guy from the last arc who's like, if your devil fruit and my devil fruit stand next to each other, they'll get mad. And hey. it's just like, a book somewhere that's just like <laughs> yeah it's a fruit Ooh, it's like molly. zoo it's like zoo books the an ingredient zoo I'm gonna, books the, the magazine i'm going to say something because uh we're we're bringing back wild theorists for this episode we are. molly you've just given me oh, some God. information that i didn't previously understand and I now did? i do oh no <laughs> Whoa, that was I a good laugh i don't even know Woo, I don't even know baby. what that's referenced to. Buggy? Oh, oh, we're gonna have fun no. today. I don't even oh, know what I did. Yeah, I am so bad. Oh, the thought. I'm so scared. Oh, right? my Molly, brain. Molly, could you hit Buggy the boys, help. I don't know what I did. Buggy boys? Buggy boys. <laughs> help. Molly, I'll be, com I'll be completely honest. I, I have no idea what you said. I, I don't you want I mean listen, I don't, Kaden, I don't know what Kaden will tell me what turned. I said later, but I'm just <laughs> Buggy Boys help. I guess let's go through the rest of this article yeah, quick. Uh, if you if you if you don't necessarily <laughs> want to deal with that, uh, there's like a lot of this you can kind of skip over. Uh, well, I also don't really want to talk about like the, like I want to talk about the, the the viable pieces of information that we get of like Nami and Lola, Aww, Lola. and and like it's like the the fact that Chopper Chopper learning that not all doctors are doctoring, but all, not all doctors are good people. Chopper met his first hero and realized that the people that you look up to sometimes aren't good people. Shockingly, and that's like people in positions of power aren't all great. 
<laughs> relatable to almost everybody imaginable who's ever been like, I love this celebrity. I love this musician. I love this. I love that. <gasps> they bad. They're a, they're a bad people. Like they're not good. That good. Canceled. Canceled forever. Canceled. And Chopper finally is just like, ooh, cancel culture. I understand it now. Anyway. <laughs> well, no. So so from there, like, cool, done. Shindri ends up uh, standing up and regaining some of her autonomy back. Uh, and and it's a it's a moment that we wait for the entire arc of like, come on, Shindri, come on, Shindri, please. Um, Absalom gets uh, absolutely wrecked by Nami. Like- and uh, Nami meets uh, a new friend in Lola. Who? Uh, what? What form does she take a as a zombie? I forget. Warthog, right? A warthog. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and they become besties. besties. Uh, and and we meet uh, along this adventure. We meet all of the zombies that were created from Gecko Moria, whose devil fruit allows him to steal shadows. Dickhead. And. Uh, <laughs> And similarly to what we learned from Brooke, so this is we find out that Gecko Moria is is responsible for stealing Brooke's shadow, and we meet all these other people that don't have shadows, but still sort of make a life out of uh, uh, living on Thriller because Bark. because this, well also the fog. This dude literally looks like a gourd. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm it's not even like it literally just looks like a gourd. He looks like a gourd. It's spooky. It's a spooky. It's spooky scary. It's, it's spooky it, scary. He'd like for such a fun, oh like for such yeah, a like a pumpkin. For such a like arc where everybody has like <laughs> hot topic island. Everybody's designs slap. The energy is hot. It's like Nightmare Before Christmas level of fun energy, and there's just so many weird and not okay things happening here. But it's just like it's so. It's so forgettable and so beloved. It's such a, it's such a, what a great, what a great arc. One of, but yeah, it does, yeah. it does introduce one of my favorite characters in the series, though, um, which is, which is uh, Perona. Yeah, I knew it. Perona, knew Perona has, uh, Perona has the Horohoronomi, which um, uh, had to. Sorry. Um, uh, which is the hollow hollow fruit, which allows uh, her to turn herself into, leave her body, turn herself into a spirit and kind of float around and project like uh, visions and versions of herself that are intangible, which is kind of cool. Uh, she also can spawn little ghosts that suck the will and energy out of people, basically makes you tired and sad. So basically, you, you know, you know, like a, like a, like a nine right. to five job, um, Bad vibe. you know, Bad vibe. like, you know, like working. And uh, going outside for too long or music that is played at a decibel that is just too loud from a, a building about just far enough away for you to hear it at two o'clock in the morning. You know, things that just make you, you know, tired at eight. Bad in the morning. vibes. You know, it's, yeah, bad vibes. It's, it's the bad vibes ghost that she spawns and just like sends them. She's like, you know what? Bad vibes for you. Bad vibes for you. Bad vibes for your cow. Bad vibes for your family. Bad vibes. <laughs> Uh, but she's got some great reactions to like some of her is like her animation stuff is like really fun. She's got an amazing voice. She's such a fun, like, uh, like Gothic Lolita inspired, like, you know, pink bubblegum character. But her, her attitude is very like, uh, I, I want to feel, it feels like Ojo Sama esque, but it's just like, She's still in Ojo-sama training, so she doesn't quite have she's, that. <laughs> which is why like, she's got the hodo 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 stuff going instead. 
She's a ghost princess. She's like baby metal before That's baby true. metal. Exists. Yeah. Really oh yeah, entirely. <laughs> she also has her second in command, which is a giant uh, teddy bear named oh Kumashi. Kumashi <laughs> is hilarious. Face. That guy is just help constantly me, like me. eyes bulging. Like, <laughs> 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 that is a mood. That is an entire mood. Just shocked and, uh, and in terror at all times. That guy was me 2020. That was Molly oh, 2020. For real. Um, there's also, ooh, there's also another uh, really important character that we introduce, which is uh, Ryuma, who uh, we mentioned earlier. Shimotsuki Ryuma. Earlier, we. we 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 mentioned that uh, Brooke had his shadow stolen amongst everybody all everybody else who comes anywhere near Thriller Bark. So uh, his shadow went into the body of this legendary samurai from the Wano country. Still don't know what the hell that is or where or when or so anything. I actually I have a little bit of I have a little bit of uh, backstory for that. So uh, Shimotsuki Ryuma is a character from one of Oda's like pilot mangas mm-hmm. called Monsters. And and it is canonically confirmed to be the same Ryuma that shows up in that comic. And oh. it was recently announced, just to date ourselves, it was recently announced that Monsters is going to get a voiced comic adaptation. Yeah. Uh, in Ooh. September, with quote a super luxurious cast. Ah, dun dun dun. But you know, you see, you see a swordsman, and you go, "Well, there's only one natural uh, opponent for this guy." And Ryuma was like, like zombie swordsman. Like, are you kidding me? That's rad as hell. He was like, not only that, he was like real good. Like, dude, and when he was alive, was real good, and then he got a real good shadow to help his real goodness, and it's just like, yeah, he got double. How good. this guy? How does this guy? It's like even like Brooke, who's trying to get this. Like, he's basically fighting his shadow version, right? It's just like shadow. It's Legend of Zelda. But if too. like <laughs> if like Shadow Link, if Shadow Link, like the body that the Shadow Link was in was already pretty OP, and it's like, oh man. <laughs> It's it's just really it's bad for Brooke. It's bad for Brooke because it's like take all of his like really clever way style of fighting and then mix it with somebody who's spent their entire life dedicated to the craft of swordsmanship. And it's like, oh, that's bad news. That's bad news. Um, but like, what a cool, what a cool like the moment I saw Ryuma, I'm just like, okay, so he's got a really cool sword that seems to be like he talks about it like it's a legendary thing, cool, blah blah blah. Okay, so uh Zoro just lost a sword. Zoro's getting this as a sword. We all know it. Oh, that's right. Zoro did lose that. a sword. Um it was the, yeah, the, the Rust guy, guy right? at the end for no reason. It was like bah, 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 and it's like that happens. Mm-hmm. But um so Ryuma it, like it's it introduces a lot Ryuma introduces a lot of concepts that some of them I haven't even gotten to yet and I don't even know if we fully explored uh in one piece yet uh because I haven't been there so don't spoil that for me but it's like his existence simply gives some information it's like there is a place called the Wano country that uh you know this guy came from which is in a place that we can't even fathom being yet because it's just way out of our our league. He has a sword that is ridiculously strong 
and can like has power in and of itself. And it's like, okay, so Zoro's gonna like bond with this dude a little bit before uh Yo, cool sword, bro. Before be before, you know, uh cool before sword, spoilers, bro. Brooke gets his shadow back. Um <clears throat> oh. Oh, no. but pretty much oh, everybody no. else in this there's another there's another like at some point a bunch of the 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 crew get their their souls taken uh including but not limited to in major capacities luffy zoro sanji and uh i uh, Robin? Robin doesn't lose hers for very long. In fact, it's like barely a, a minute. Uh, I'm trying to think of... No, I think that those are the three the three big ones. The chaotic trio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luffy, Sanji, Zoro for sure. Uh, Zoro gets put into this zombie who's a ballerina um, with a you know, a, a pencil mustache is what we were calling it. A toothbrush mustache. Toothbrush mustache. Thank you. Uh, uh, Sanji's appropriately gets thrown into this penguin dog hybrid, which uh, is really creepy looking and probably like, you know, like accurately looks a little bit like Sanji's soul. Uh, And then Luffy's gets put into this freaking (laughs) ancient giant demon lord that is several stories tall and is bigger than any other giant named Ors. 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 Ors, bro. Love Ors. So, Shout out to Ors. Shout out to my Ors out there. He's literally kept in the freezer of Mara's yes. mansion. Mm-hmm. Where do you store your giant bodies? In your giant body you freezer. You gotta hoard. When you get the good bodies, you gotta hoard the bodies for when you get that good, good shadow. You know? And it, it's, hands, it really hands. becomes a... a <laughs> it really becomes this weird like race against time, but time is kind of like this weird loose construct on Thriller Bark because they kind of like try and stay in the the, the fog slash dark as much as they possibly can. But they do mention that the sun will come up eventually. And mm-hmm. uh, if the sun comes up and they're all outside and they don't have their shadows, they are dead. Forever dead. Game over, man. One hundred percent dead. You die in the game. You die for real. <laughs> <laughs> I can just hear Al like muffled giggling in the background. <laughs> and I, um, I yeah, think that's like mistakes. most of the major stuff because we already talked about. Uh, we already talked about. No, wait. Yeah, uh, there's another. There's another semi-important thing that we see. Or er, like. I'll give this one to the I'll give this one to folks out there. Uh at some point we meet uh this one zombie pirate named Captain John. If you're if you're following along, yep, if you're following along with us, if you're following along with us, something happens in this arc and somebody gets a piece of John's treasure. Hold on to that information. Hold on to that information. We'll come back to that later. Not this episode. We'll see in three episodes when it becomes relevant. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to say that this is the first time no, we four see episodes. the frick. This was the mm-hmm. instance of the first instance of many instances of uh, pirate docking six giant robot big emperor. Oh my, oh god. my god! Which is possibly oh one of the funniest. Like again, there keeps there's these constant moments in this arc that make you go. I mean, you like Frankie, right? Like how how <laughs> Frankie funny. Not? Frankie, Frankie funny. Funny. Funny like, guy. 
and then also the immediate uh the immediate relationship that he and robin have of like i'm not gonna do that you all look ridiculous <laughs> The, there's a lot of camaraderie. I mean, like the two of them just almost got executed together. Mom and dad almost got executed. That would hurt. No, like, no, 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 no. He's he, Frankie does not have dad energy. He's got he's, fun, he's dad. Got funky uncle energy is what he's got. Well, he's, all right. He has the, the oldest guardian energy. energy. He's the person who's watching you while your dad's gone. But he's still he still has a little bit of authority over you. The two of them. There's a little bit of camaraderie when you both like punch the same guy and like the dude takes bullets for you and tries to free you from jail, even though you're going to jail too. But there's just something, there's a lot of really good Frankie bits in this arc. Like I immediately thought of when he's like, hang on, I'll make a bridge so we can get across. And it's like a perfectly constructed bridge where he's like, hang on, this, this part's like a little lopsided. And then they're like, "Ah, this is beautiful. Like you didn't have to do all this. Like this is great. And then the the juxtaposition of that, where like all the guys are on board with Frankie. They think Frankie is so cool. And then this moment reads like, all right, like robot, like like Voltron form, like Avengers Assemble. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) and it's like, Robin, come on. Did you 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 hear the assembly part? And she's just like, no, I'm not doing that. It is, I am not. It's all listen to me. It's, listen to me. I have the brain cell and I'm choosing not to use it, but I'm going to use it for this. I'm not doing that. She also like gives like the most angry face, like one of the most angry faces ever. She's insulted. She's so insulted. It, the line she says is, it would hurt my human pride. <laughs> uh, she's like honey that's too much of a freak for me that's too freaky robin is is probably the most seasoned of the knowledge in in like what the, the lengths of freak of the week look like and this was just like no that's too much no that's I'm too sorry. much i'm sorry that's too much for me there's a handful of jokes that oda does in in the series that's kind of like Girls aren't into it, but boys are super into this. And like one of the jokes has always been the stag beetles, like the uh, kabutomushi that Luffy and Usopp and Chopper are always like, it's epic, oh, it's so cool. Like, look at this guy, this guy's so cool. Hercules, wow. Like, and then Nami's usually in the background, like, boys. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, <sighs> really, we're gonna, okay, whatever. And it's like the other joke that they do that's very like gender pushing gender where it's like you don't get it because this is a guy thing. Every cool robot thing that Frankie does where all the guys are like losing their minds over. They're like, that's that's epic, dude. That's so cool. And then it's like in the background, it's just Nami and and Robin staring and not reacting. And they're just kind of like witnessing what's happening. But they're just like, no emotion whatsoever. To be fair. They see a lot cooler stuff all the time. And they're just like, Frankie, you like turning. It's like, you know, it's like detaching his hand and there's a chain. It's just like, oh, look, look at how cool that is. Like, guys, like five minutes ago, we saw a dude who literally could just detach his hand and it floats and it's not connected to anything. They're just like, but the chain is the end. He's a robot. And they're just like, there's others. We've seen that. All right. Let them have this. But it's buggy a robot. It's just so it's so fucking funny though. But it's buggy a robot. Bug bug. It's a regular But it's just like I'll I'll just say this, Oda, in case you don't know, I like bugs. Women like bugs. Women like robots. We like robots. It's just like it's it's just like one of those jokes where it's like boys like bugs and girls don't. 
boys like the robots and girls don't. Yeah, basically. And I'm just like, I just, I'm multifaceted, man. You know, I had my bug arc. I had my, my, I had my, oh man, I had, I had a Molly's bug arc. I had a cyborg arc. Not cyborg. I had a, I definitely had a robot arc. All right. It's called Transformers. Caden, I think you have also had a Transformers arc where you desperately love transformers as well oh i love rc and black Rackia so much and cheetor cheetor was my boy and and optimus. Uh, uh, optimus is fine i'm not actually the biggest fan of optimus oh. i like i like i like a lot of the, the like uh, there's a lot of we can talk about the, the we could, trap pack uh Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look what you did. <laughs> if you're asking me this, if you're asking me this, I'm going to. I'm going to. Quick sixty seconds with me. Hi. Nice was, to meet no, you. I was I'm just went for the rat. The rat pack joke. Here's that's all. I here's did. my here's my little sixty seconds about this. Rat trap is fantastic character. Really fun. Really goofy. Not all Italians talk like the like that. Please, can we get away from that trope? That's a matter with that. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, we're moving on. <laughs> Rat trap with time. <laughs> so one of the one of the tete-a-tetes that we get with this, like we're we're building up to this arc, we're we're fi- or to the the climax of this arc. Luffy's shadow is in oars, and all of our crewmates are trying to fight desperately to get his shadow out. But while that's happening, Luffy is on the outskirts with the zombie horde, and they're just stuffing him full of shadows, as many as as he can physically muster. Because of his devil fruit, he can handle it a little bit more than the average human. So with that, we get another new form or version or toy of Luffy, uh, (laughs) which is nightmare Luffy. And they gave him a soul that knows how to use a sword. So now Luffy could use a sword on top of everything. Nightmare Luffy's cool. Nightmare Luffy was Mm -hmm. very cool. And we got this, this uh, battle of oars versus Luffy. And because, Luffy's shadow was so strong. Ors not only sounds like Luffy, so we get another great performance, but Ors tries to do the, the gumu gumu no, the various attacks oh, to no avail. Until it until it does work. Until it does work because uh, Gecko Moria starts using some manipulation tactics using his own devil fruit and some modifications. Yeah, he hacks. Yeah. He hacks, dude. Speaking of of like mecha anime, starts using him as ors as a mecha, and uh, it's it's this thing of all right, Luffy's fighting on even ground with ors and then defeats ors, but then Moria pulls what uh, the similar thing to what Luffy does and absorbs a ridiculous amount of souls and becomes a uh, thicko Moria. And oh no, it's yeah, no, I didn't like saying it, but that's what my notes said, so I had to do it. But it's right. this do you big, have to listen to your notes? Do we have yes. we, do we, do we like, have to? the last time I didn't listen to my notes? I said grand, uh, grand line, I didn't say grand line internet, I just said the internet, and y'all got real mad at me, so yeah, I'm gonna listen to my notes from now on. Good, but Stick oh, your guns. post it in the thing. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty thick. Look at that boy's veiny neck. I don't like it. He's like this. He's like he's like a bullfrog, where it's just like his neck just like it he got true. He got he got thick everywhere, but those gams. Because he Dude, starts like sucking. He starts sucking on the glass, you know, and getting all the souls in him, everything. 
And it's ice, it's ice so ball. creepy. Like that transformation sequence, unsettling, unsettling to watch. Didn't like yeah. it. Made me feel this, icky. This uh, like now, now that you mention it, this whole arc is like freak of the month. Of like <laughs> how how weird can we get? All right, let's pull back from freak here. of the month. Yeah. Derogatory. Freak of the month. Derogatory. <laughs> um, but this big uh, climax leads to all of the so- Gecko Moria being beaten. All of the souls are released. Everybody gets their shadows back. Just as the sun get, uh, starts uh, to come out. And uh, something that we didn't mention was just before the crux of this big story, a second Shichibukai visits the island. And we meet Bartholomew Kuma. Pawhands. A large bearman with the, with the paw hands. Got Little beans. tiny beans. He's got bean hands. Finger yeah. beans. This guy is bean. all about that Bible. It's all about that Bible, Bible life. He's literally a Bible thumper. Wow. He'll hit you with it. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, this is, this is, there's, there's also something that's kind of important. Uh, Perona tries to run away. Perona well, we didn't, we also, but I, I, I totally missed, we, we talked about Perona and how much we loved her. Do we want to talk about at all how Usopp uses his deep-seated depression to win a fight against Perona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out that Usopp actually has a, a, a devil fruit power, which is uh, uh, depress, depress, no me, which means that he's always sad. And always sad mm-hmm. means that uh, Perona's powers don't work on him. So they have this really cool fight. Uh, Epic fight. Like, it's, it's one of the most fun and unique fights. Uh, I feel like... What Khalifa and Nami had in the last arc, this was Usopp's version of that, where it's just like, hey, I can actually be useful in ways that other people can't. I actually have my own strengths because Zoro couldn't do anything. Zoro could do nothing. And Usopp was just like, oh, my gosh. I'm the strong one now. And it was, oh, it, was a cool, it was a cool moment for him. And it was really great. It was a good moment too, because it wasn't just Usopp realizing his value. It was like Sanji and Zoro were like, let's get this girl. Oh, forget it. And then it's like, Usopp's like, what? I'll get her. And then it's like, what do you, bro, why uh, did you get hit? And he's like, yes, like leave this to me. Like they, they see the value of Usopp. Yep. Not that they don't already, but it's like added to the list of like reasons why we stand Usopp. But uh, after that, Perona like is just like I'm getting the hell out of here. Which I mean, you know, once you realize, you know, it's like Perona's kind of had got this like whole thing of where she ends up being just like, oh my gosh, we're the bad guys. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna still I'm still a pirate, so I'm gonna steal some treasure while I'm leaving. But like I, I'm gonna leave. Maybe I don't want to be here anymore. And she's as she's making her way out. I'm just gonna she's, I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go to their ship. I'm gonna steal it and I'm gonna just peace out. She gets there. Bartholomew Kuma shows up and is just like, hey, what up? Um, uh, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? And she's just like, I don't know, someplace like creepy, but like nice, maybe a Victorian castle or something. Here. But anyways, that's not here. He's like, yeah, cool. Neat. Excellent. And then she just goes Poof, and vanishes. And it's just like, and we won't talk about that ever again. Because that will never happen again, and nothing ever involves that exact situation ever again. But it's sort of an, it's an establishment of Kuma and the, I would even say, the power gap between Moria and Kuma. Mm-hmm. Thank God Nami was there to witness that. Otherwise, nobody would have known what happened to Perona. But luckily, Nami was like making her way back towards the ship and was like ducked behind a pillar and witnessed this and was like, oh, no. 
oh no, we gotta get we gotta get out of here. This guy That's is like, and I think go. I think in that moment he they, just got slapped a smithereens. I think they they have said in that conversation, or it's like at, at some point that it's like. Oh, uh, Warlord Kuma, what are you doing here? Because Nami's like, oh my god, oh my god. I gotta get out of here. I gotta let everybody know there's like somebody even worse, way worse than Gekko Moria that's here. And I gotta go tell them what is going on. And then just walks into like, what are you guys doing? What is this shit? Like, what the hell is all this going on? And that's the fight with like, essentially the crew versus Luffy. The crew versus Luffy's shadow. And what a great, that's such a good fight. It's just like, it's just like, I mean, it's not like the shadow knows, right? It's just like a guy in Orz's body. But Orz is just like, I was going to get you guys. And they're just like, you fool. Like, why do you think you have assembled us? It's because we strong, baby. And it's like, there's a man inside of me. It's just like, there's just, it's just like a really good fight where it's like, you fool. Like we love you, we're gonna we're gonna knock you on your ass. We're gonna take every opportunity to beat Luffy up as we can. And it's just a, it's a great it's a great teamwork. It's a great moment of teamwork with like no real repercussions. It's not actually Luffy. They got to get Luffy's shadow out of this thing. And so it's kind of like a no holds bar like team up. Um, and I love the part Frankie makes like column nunchucks. Yeah. Oh, that was earlier. I think. Still, that's red as hair. Yeah, it's super rad. <laughs> but it's like, uh, I there's just so many funny times though where they do the whole like, like five person team up fight, and then it's like he's down, we did it, and then it's like he gets back up, and they're like retreat, like they all have to like, all like running away to try again, <laughs> and it's just like such a like this is where we're at right now, like this is <laughs> this is where all of us are at in this moment. It's just like trying to take down Luffy's shadow and then um, the whole thing with Luffy and like dudes like jacked up on that illegal spook drink can use a sword saves Nami. I'm just like play by playing here. There's just so much. It's like, are we going back? (laughs) I don't know, man. It's like, there's just so much good stuff like towards the end here. That's just like really important. We haven't even established uh, Frankie like, speaking on Brooke's behalf as to why they should try and help him out. How sort of difficult and questionable the middle of this arc is. Does that make the end where everybody gets their comeuppance and the fights and the hard hitting nature of everything? Does that, does that make it a better payoff? No, they're still alive. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I feel like, I mean, we all hate Gecko Moria, but I feel like it's a very long time before we even address his whole thing. The thing is, like, like, Moria is, like, I feel like in the sense of, like, being thematic, yeah, of course the big bads are always going to be bigger and badder and more of detestable people. But this is the first time where out out of the four people that are, like, the evil bad guys, three of them are just detestable deplorable awful monsters before they even become the people we know them as now and then perona's just like i like the aesthetic i like hot topic 
I thought this was a hot topic. I'm just here. Yeah, definitely, clothes. definitely met up for the money and the hot topic nature of it. Right. But it's not a creep. It's not, it's like the one redeemable person out of this four person crew. Like, there's not a whole lot of bad going on with her. Whereas, like, this guy is like forcing himself on women. And, like, this guy is just like totally everything bad about Hogback. And then this fuck, this, this thick Nick guy over here, Gecko Moria, it's just like, and then there's Perona, who's just, like, about the aesthetic. And making people sad a little bit. It's like, the ending of this arc, the payout is... The payout's foreshadowing. That's really all we get out of this, is foreshadowing and Brooke. And I'm gonna be honest, like, if I take a look at this objectively, Thriller Bark isn't really that great. Like, it's, it's an arc that has some fun, really big fun moments, but it's greatly outweighed by a lot of just like early era one piece being early era one piece like this is you know this is like a lot of like well i don't really i guess uh you know there's stuff there's stuff that's in it that you don't want to remember and there's also stuff in it that you will never forget yeah yeah and And a lot of stuff gets a problem a lot of stuff gets referenced back to this arc too for like one that feels both long and short that both nothing and everything happens during like in the coming arcs, a lot of stuff gets referenced to what happens during this whole thing. And it's, it's one of those, it's very like conflicting arc. Like people who have not watched or read one piece in a long time will be like, Oh, thriller bark was so much fun. And then then you you revisit it and it's like, you revisit it and you realize there are a lot of like really not okay thematic, you know, themes and like manager of this hot topic is kind of a douche. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go to the one at the mall next door. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, it's because out of everything that happens in this arc, the one thing that, is so memorable about it is probably what we're going to touch on next uh has nothing to really do with anything else it's it's more of like who brooke is and we're about to find out who that that person is and why he's meaningful to us why he's important to us uh who've watched or read the series up to this point and this is this is the reason why everyone says i love thriller bark is because of this moment and so as a result of everything that happens as as every everything starts to go down people get their shadows back morning starts to break and kuma starts his rampage so to speak um everybody starts attacking everybody goes down he destroys the cat like the huge main castle of thriller bark and as everybody sort of comes to the next day, we have an offer from Kuma, which begins our questioning of who exactly this man is. Shichibukai. We know that they are former pirates, but they work for the they work for the government. But we know that everybody sort of has their own agenda, and we've learned that with Crocodile, where Crocodile sort of has his own agenda for his own means. And what are these means of all of these other pirates? And with Kuma. He, he's like, I need, I am going to take Luffy, but Zoro traded his life for Luffy's. And then Sanji was like, no, I will. Zoro knocks him out. Mm -hmm. And Kuma goes, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to take all of Luffy's pain and give it to you. And, and then we, and we'll be square. Um, and he takes a little, like a 
like a little sousson of of Luffy's pain and throws it at Zoro and and provides another memorable panel or section of the show where absolute agony Zoro is just hurting from every pore and when you see this giant paw of pain uh despite all of that the, one of a moment that i think cemented zoro as some people's favorite characters is he dives essentially head first into it and is like of course i will help my captain out but we get we get a little thing from kuma of like all right good 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 guy good crew i i made the right decision luffy feels great Zoro is just standing covered in blood and and Zoro's like, no big deal, nothing happened. No big deal. And, and, and very, and very just few like, people know. Sanji's like, yo, you okay? That's the first moment where Sanji's actually nice. Bro, you Zoro. good? It's like, you okay, bro? Are you good? And Zoro's just like, <laughs> fine. <laughs> and and Sanji's just like, wound. cool, just 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 checking up on you. And then Sanji just walks away and, and Zoro's just like, I can't believe he bought that. <laughs> and he just yeah, epic. I'm so epic right now. <laughs> but he's just like Zoro is out of blood. Like realistically, he's just out of blood. <laughs> that guy um, is a blood bank in himself. <laughs> seriously. Um, but we get that big moment with Zoro, which leads into the celebration that we get sort of traditionally after every arc where everybody parties and has a has a wonderful uh wonderful celebration of of their lives back. And we get a little bit of uh, Brooke playing Bing Sake, which is a song that he used to play all the time. Luffy remembers it because it's the song that Shanks and his crew used to sing all the time back at home. And mm-hmm. so they connect over that. But that's when we find out that Brooke, you know, I, I would really love to come with you. But I have, to, I, have, I have an old debt that I need to repay first. I have to go with i have to go meet this whale and i know this sounds crazy i i promised a whale that i would come back and tell him stories and play music and luffy goes aces i i told bet i got you and we have this flashback uh and we learn brooke's story and everybody's gonna starting to cry in the in the discord but we <laughs> we hear the story of the rumbar pirates uh we meet uh captain yorkie and everybody uh, everybody falls ill with uh, a virus, um, and which was definitely which was definitely a little bit of a <laughs> uh, moment when watching it for me. Catching up now, oh my god, it was um, rough, fam. As as the Rumba Pirates uh, are set adrift in the calm belt with no means of healing themselves, they decide to record one last performance of Bink Sake at full power, at least at the beginning of the song for Laboon to play for Laboon, Laboon. when they meet back up with him. The whittle, the whittle, the whittle, the whittle, the whittle whale. Don't worry, Laboon. Like, Don't worry, Laboon. Like, we'll be back here in three years. Oh boy. <laughs> Dude, I know it's gonna sound crazy. About that. No, no, I know this sounds crazy. I, I listen, I know it sounds crazy. I gotta go back and see a guy about a whale, you know? I just I gotta go talk to this whale. And Luffy was whale. like, bro, that's crazy because me too. I can't believe man, that's that's, that's more relatable than I thought it was. Yeah, be. that's weird. What was the name of your whale? <laughs> 
Yeah. It's Laboon. Uh, Laboon? It was, it was so funny. And it's something that, that I talk about in our movie episodes of giving the audience a piece of information to hold on to, to add to the stakes of everything. Because we already liked Brooke at that point. And when Frankie was confiding with Brooke, we got sort of a tease of like, yeah, there's, I need, I got to see a man about a whale, essentially, which <laughs> makes everybody be like, wait, 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 it's, it's wild because we know a whale, he, Laboon, isn't it? it? It's just wild because he tells Robin and Frankie about Laboon, like two of the three uh, current shipmates who like weren't there for the, like for the, it was just like the first five. And they're like, man, that's sad. Like, I hope that guy meets his whale sometime. Oh, we should whale? help this guy that's out. Rough, buddy. We should help this guy out. And then it's like the rest of the straw hats being like, Laboon? <laughs> what are the chances? We get we get uh, Brooks' sad backstory. He he dies as he lived, remembering his whale friend. Um, and we and his soul got lost because the show the ship was adrift. He didn't know that when you died and your soul came back that you had to find your body again. So by the time he found his body, it had decomposed into a skeleton, and thus we have Brooke, the gentleman skeleton. And it definitely, it doesn't beat out I want to live, but I'd say something that comes in a very close second and something that gets me every single time. Agreed. Is when when Luffy says, no. like, And, and it's also, like, Luffy's not saying it as a joke. Luffy's saying Oh, I I know somebody. I I know I know him. I know Laboon, and is saying it so genuinely. At least at least I can speak for the Japanese uh, voice. Mm-hmm. But just like no no really, we met him. He's he's gotten so big, and and he keeps, you know, like we know that he's still waiting for you. And Brooke just <clears throat> like on the keys stops, uh, and you uh, see tears, and he and he goes, he's okay. Uh, I'm so. Happy to be alive. Like what? What a thing! Like it's it echoes from a skeleton. It's like, and it's like a skull joke. It's like the the dub hits those emotional beats. I literally like this was one of those times where it's like usually I flip between the two uh, pretty regularly. Where I'll watch like two or three episodes uh, in in English and then two or three episodes in Japanese just to kind of like balance things out, but. Uh, this was a, this was a, a series of episodes that I watched similar to to uh, the I Want to Live Robin backstory where I watched all of it in uh, English. Then I went back and I watched all of it in Japanese and then I rewatched it again uh, in both uh, about a week later uh, just to kind of like give myself like distance from it and to be like, does it still hit? You know, now that I know mm-hmm. everything. And yeah, it, with both versions, like there's just so much like it's, it's dead. It, it, uh, with with Robbins and with Brooks, uh, both versions of 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 it just not only do they knock it out of the park, they they hit those those pauses, those emotional beats, those 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 grand like declarations of like you know overwhelming joy and uh, uh you know the that that new resolve like both for Brooke yeah. and, and Robin, it's 
It's wonderful. It's super beautiful. It's handled so well. And and it's like, again, coming after, you know, it's like in, in the case of Thriller Bark, it's such a juxtaposition of like, here's some really gross, nasty stuff. And you really don't like most of this when you're actually in those moments. And it's really, and then here's this cherry that's like the most delicious cherry in the world is on top of this. And it's just like, it's like the entirety of the last arc is just like us as the viewer just being like, we're finally back. Like the crew is on steady ground again. They aren't like self-doubting anymore. They aren't, they know who they are and they know what they want and they're going to go get Robin back. And in that moment where she's like, I want to live. It's like that um, moment is so emotional on so many different levels, but mostly it's like, finally Robin is on board. Like it's, it's one of those moments where like, when the crew's like, you got it. Like, it's like that determined, like, let's go get her guys. And everyone's like, yeah, we're going to go get her. Where it's like, this moment is also so emotional for very similar beats. Instead of like the entire arc of like, we got to get Brooke on our side. Like, where did Brooke go? Doesn't Brooke know we're bros? We already told him he can join the crew. It's more of like, this guy seems okay. And he's kind of in line with the stuff we're, we're dealing with right now. So it's like, we'll just tentatively say he's an ally. Like he hasn't like, mess with us at all so you know if he's around i guess you can say hi to him but it's this moment where it's just like you're just so happy for him because it's like not that you're not happy for robin like you're you're happy that she's finally like i want to live like this is i i'm finding meaning in life and i I, i'm not ready uh whereas like this moment with brooke where you're just like oh 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 Oh, here's for oh, me, and then it's like it, you just keep just like oh, this guy. It's it's basically like the first like five minutes of Up, where you're seeing this man's entire life, and you're going through it with him, and you know how it's gonna end, and it's just like oh, and it's just how long did he wait? It was like forty, fifty years. 50 years he was something? there for fifty years. He's like a hundred something. He's um, like uh, uh, it's almost. For, like, it's a time skip. I think he'll be like a hundred. We, we talked, we talked about it in one of our get to know a straw hat. If you listen to previous episodes, yeah. but, um, 88. There, there's yeah, sorry. Good year. Um, um with but this, when I was born, the worst year, <laughs> the worst generation. <laughs> Me too. But yeah. But just like, just this moment where you're like, you just, you just went through it all. You saw what he's going through. And then for Luffy to give him hope, like to, like, this guy is really holding on, but he's not really even sure if, like, Laboon's even still there, right? Like, he has not had any word about this, about Laboon at all. And then it's like, you're like, oh, God, oh, 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 no. And then that Luffy can just give him that, where he's like, I'm so happy I'm still alive. Like, thank God all of those years I was waiting on that ship are going to amount to something. And it's like a different type of emotional where you're like, yeah, oh God, good for her. Like, uh-huh. One of the things that I like about this whole epilogue to Thriller Bark, and like you said, Molly, it, th- this is the thing, these are the things that people remember, is for an arc all about death, you know? And it, it really ends with a celebration of life and living. And even Brooke shares arguably his greatest treasure, which is the tone dial with the recording. And he sets it on the piano, hits play, starts playing around and he can 
instead of listening to it and mourning his crew that he's lost, he can now listen to it with a new life, a new purpose, and a new sense of adventure. And it's just it what a what a wonderful note to end on. If only it was the note that we end on. Because we get a couple of last minute nuggets of information. Uh, Frankie, a couple days later, Frankie and Chopper, they've built a grave for mm-hmm. the Rumble Pirates so that uh, Zoro can pay respects. Brooke lays his sword, or, I'm sorry, Zoro lays his sword in the ground, the, uh, the one that got all rusty, and pays his respects, pays his respects to Ryuma as well, and yoinks his sword. He's back up to three. And from <laughs> there, we get a little bit of something from Lola that's interesting. Lola gives Nami uh, a piece of paper, calls it a Viva card, and says, look, if you need anything, this points to my mom in the new world. She will help you out in a second. Great, cool. Aces, let's go. Speaking of Ace, Lucy remembers the piece of paper that Ace gave him, looks at it, and sees that it's that it's burning into a cinder. And Lola's like, yo, that's goofed, bro. You better check on that. And Luffy's bro, like, that ain't great. No, nah, that's fine. He's fine. <laughs> it's Ace. He'll take Everything's care of fine. It's okay. Luffy's in a room right. full of burning paper and it's like, it's fine. This is okay. Everything's mm-hmm. okay. And the crew uh, on escaping through the bark in the Florian Triangle, they pull out their log post toward Fishman Island and let's go. Uh-huh. And that's, that is the end uh-huh. of Thriller Bark. We're and definitely we celebrate... going to Fishman Island. And at, I mean, at some point eventually uh-huh. maybe, but eventually with going to Fishman uh, Island. <laughs> the, the, the little bit that follows just because I want to talk about uh, the in-between is Brooke trying to find his place on the ship. And him trying to be like a doctor's assistant, a chef's assistant. Like I can help with that. I could do that. Just, just being so excited to be in a new place. And everybody was like, Brooke, you don't ha- do what you do best and what makes you happy. And, and will be, and will be e- even more happy that you're here. And I would say it even was really more cute. so it, it's cute and emotional. And, and it putting the pin, the, the true end of the, of the arc to me is, the oh, I'm gonna cry is the sunset and Brooke playing Bing Sake on the violin for everybody to hear, and it's because I'm I'm getting I'm getting more and more emotional. Um, but um, Brooke playing the violin to Bing Sake and being like, "Well, that that's it for this Straw Hat adventure. Stay tuned for the next one." But that sort of emotional beat of, "All right, I'm alive." And I get, I get to leave. It's so beautiful. I, oh, it's just so beautiful. That's something that they definitely only did in the anime. That was not in the manga, and that that sounds really nice. Like, it's just like really, a quick, it's really cute. It's really it's a quick, a quick episode to explain the dynamics between Brooke yeah, and different uh, people. I will That's say, nice. I will say, here's the here's the whole spiel about that, and this is why you might not like it as much, Molly. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So it's called Spa Island Arc. It starts at 382 and ends at 384. I don't count it as a no, part of Spa No, just, just stop. This is the way that everybody <laughs> categorizes it. So hold on. I want to make Molly mad. 
Um, so Spa Island is this three episode little mini arc uh, that's mostly like not canon. There's some moments. Oh of, no! Um, I just looked at the wiki article. <laughs> the Straw Hats no! take a vacation to Spa Island, where they encounter Molly's boyfriend Foxy <laughs> and his crew who are pursuing. It's it's a whole. Yeah, it's, it's very silly, but it does lead into that moment with like like after doing that, they kind of have some notes that like in in three eighty four, which is the Brooke episode, which I do recommend watching. Like that that you can kind of you can skip the other two if you really want to. Molly, though, I do definitely recommend watching three eighty four since you said that that's not necessarily in the manga. It's. I wish this yeah. was. I wish this didn't have two episodes of stupid before it because because 384 should have been 382 if you put 381 and next to 384 it works better which is how i watch it in like my rewatch of when i went back and i rewatched stuff i skipped those two because i'm just like oh this flows way better um is this the episode where like brooke and zorro are lifting weights and then brooke's like legs like Buckle. fall asleep and then he's like i gotta poop like it's happening and zero's gonna carry him to the bathroom is I that i see that so. gif a lot i see that gif a lot and i've always like i always assume it's from a movie <laughs> i never know watch watch 384 from. molly watch 384 molly you, you, all you'll, right, you'll, all right. You'll, you'll enjoy Project, it. you know what you know what project bonesman i'll do it for the boat for the, the bonesman did anybody have anything else that they wanted to talk about for thriller bark before we disembark into spoiler territory. We're definitely going to Fishman Island. I love Garp. I love Garp. I love Garp. I love Garp. Brooke immediately shot into my heart, like, just yes. instantaneously. Brooke and Perona are the good things from this arc. The rest of it, I kind of can <laughs> take or leave. What? What is the opening where you're like, who's this? This guy's joining the crew. Literally, like, literally it's before we even get to Thriller Bark because <laughs> the stupid, like, ice, you know, non-canon thing has this new thing. I'm just like, well, we've been looking for a mu- musician this entire time. Here's a dude with a violin. There you go. And that's a joke. That's mm. Jeff Bonesman, m'lady. That yeah, ain't gonna happen. It's Mr. Bonesman. Huh? What episode? <laughs> what episode were we on? Oh, was it the Alabasta episode where I I just happened to bring I slide in that it's like it's been fifty years and then Kaden was like, wait a minute, Nani. and I was like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. oh no. It's like one of the best it's twists. On that note, one of the best twists of One Piece, and I was like, "Oh no!" Well, get Why ready did for. I say that. Hey, Mark, you want to take us into spoiler territory so I, I can make Molly feel, feel bad again? If oh, you are like, if as you heard at the beginning of the show, Caden is at a certain level of uh, episodes beyond what we're talking about today. Uh, the Laugh Borg, Al, and Captain Molly, and I are all completely caught up. So if you are watching along with us and have just finished Thriller Bark, congratulations. You finished Thriller Bark. You should probably turn away because we're getting into spoily waters. This is uh, We appreciate you listening. Thank you for listening. And uh, make sure to tell your friends. If, if you're watching One Piece with your friends or if anybody else uh, you know, like bring them on to the show. Follow us at Yayo Talk Show. Leave us a review. But Talk to us on social media. We're lonely. All of that good stuff that we're going to go into much more detail after we get into Spoiler Town. But it's time for Caden to live up to her moniker. 
Okay. Wild theorist Caden. Hello. What you got? Okay. Well, I just want to talk about one thing today because Molly decided to bring it up. And now, uh, since Molly brought it up, my brain's been firing on all cylinders. And it's been a while since I've, I've theorized uh, because no? I've been taking some... I took I took a break from One Piece. Again, I'm at 522. 522. I've took some time off of One Piece because I watched like nearly 300 episodes in about two, three weeks, which is a lot of episodes, just so we're clear. So... I'm going to go back and I'm going to pull what Molly said back out. No, it's going to be a surprise to all of us because none of us know what you're talking about. So Molly mentioned something that kind of bothered me. Uh, Yeah, I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it. Molly, 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 Molly worried now. So Molly mentioned something that Sanji said to I I, I literally I forgot his name because I Absalom. Yeah, Absalom. Right. Uh, so Sanji and Absalom were talking, and Sanji had knowledge. I didn't even put that put that point on there. Sanji had knowledge of the devil fruit, and he mentions having a book as a kid that told him all about devil fruit. But then Molly went on to say something else that was a little bit uh, that that we all kind of already know. Um, where we saw Sanji, where Sanji was when when we met him, and even earlier than that. Um, when he was younger, he was in the East Blue. And if you know anything about the East Blue, they don't really know much about Devil Fruit. If they were surprised by Buggy and Luffy, and there was only, there was super rare to meet somebody with a Devil Fruit power back then, when we were in the early, early episodes, that's weird. How would Sanji have a book that told him about Devil Fruit? As a Idiot. kid, kids don't have books. It just, it just, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a little piece of information that I didn't quite pick up on until Molly brought it to my attention again accidentally. So that gives us some pieces of information that you can kind of like rip from there. If the East Blue folks don't really necessarily know too much about devil fruits and it's very rare to come across them there versus where in like, say, uh, the, the Grand Line and the Red Line. Uh, it's a little bit more common. And the new world where it seems like it's just going to be, everybody's got a devil fruit. Don't worry about it. This is where probably they come from. That gives me a piece of information that uh, I really should have been able to put together before, but I was kind of like in in the middle of crying over being sake. Uh, So Sanji isn't from the East Blue. Can't possibly be. Doesn't make any sense. And that means he's from some place that's way far away. So he could be from the Grand Line, though I feel like it would have come up during that time. And if it was from the Red Line, then I feel like that would have come kind of like been been introduced there. So Sanji's probably from the New World because that makes sense as to why there would have been a book about Devil Fruit because if the Devil Fruit come from the New World, then they're not as rare and they'd be able to piece all that information together and it would be easy to come by a book there. Even so, it would still be relatively rare. So we can also get some information from that. While it still would probably be a lot more common in the New World, it's still some super valuable information, which means that he was either from a very famous family who would have uh, privileged that information, a very rich family, have money to be able to buy that information, or a very powerful family, which would be just intimidation being able to get that information whether people like it or not. 
So he's probably from the New World. He's from either a very famous, very rich, or very powerful family. Could possibly be uh, all three or a combination of them in some which way or, uh, a possible. Because we actually don't know, and I've mentioned this before, we don't know Sanji's family. It's one of the few instances where we don't have any familial real relationship or link to. Um, so that means to me that dot, dot, dot... We're going to meet Sanji's family in the new world. Not only are we going to meet Sanji's family, they're going to be terrible. (laughs) They're going to be awful because they threw a child away. They threw a kid away because that's where they kind of like uh, found it. Like that's what it's like. It's like, oh, he's a kid. He was abandoned, blah, blah, blah. So my point is that whoever Sanji's actually related to, Whatever Sanji's name actually is. And it's probably something like, you're... And it's going to be just like a huge thing. And everybody's going to be like, well, we're stupid. And not only that, there's probably going to... Oh. Sanji is three-piece. No, I... That's, that's his last name. No, that's it. That's it. I got he's it. Mr. One, he's I Mr. Got one it. Piece. I got it. Three-piece. The one thing that's the Sanji most... Sanji the clown. What is Sanji's most identifiable trait? His terrible, he's, he's pro bad vibes. <laughs> it's really bad <laughs> rank vibes. I'm gonna heaving de- out the I'm lady. Gonna, watch, watch Molly mute in three seconds. No one. eyebrows, uh, one, eyebrows. two, three. Yeah, it's his eyebrows, which means that nobody's really put two and two together. Nobody's put two and two together because the people who we've met have no idea what that physical characteristic trait is. So his entire family has to have those eyebrows. And when we get to the new world, people are going to be noticing those eyebrows and be like, uh, hello. Can I, can I (laughs) offer one, one rebut? Because especially because like the three of us didn't catch it and immediately started sweating when you were like, Molly gave up an important piece of information in it. Um, in it, Con- considering he came from a uh, a chef like a restaurant yes. uh-huh. background, they might book on vegetables. They they might have had a book like he might have been like, oh, I found a recipe book. It's like we can't cook with those, you idiot. And and that's how he like that's that's the only thing. That's that I really funny, but it sounds a lot like bullshit to me. <laughs> it sounds a lot like something Oda would genuinely do. It's I mean, I just looked up I just looked up a Reddit post that said, Hey, when he said this thing, does that mean anything? And people went, I guess it's an incon- inconsistency. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I can show you. There is an there is an SBS about that, uh-huh. uh, I think in the next arc where someone's like, uh 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 Mr. Oda, uh there's a book <laughs> about the devil fruit? And he was like, uh, yeah, y- yes, yes. And it's just like, then why is it such a surprise? And he's just like, ah, I don't know. People don't go to the library. <laughs> Information is valuable. They literally torched Robin's entire life to the ground to protect information. You're trying to tell me that there is... No way. There's no way that Sanji isn't from the new world and isn't Sanji. Like, no, that's it. No, no, Sanji y'all, is the one y'all, person. y'all be sweating too much. Hold on. Hold on. 
Did, we didn't say anything about that. I'm just talking about him having a cookbook. Mm-hmm. It's, why would it be a cookbook? Why would you cook the cook the devil fruit? They taste like ass. That's what I'm. That's what. That's I'm what we were saying. just saying. I mean, yeah. There's no reason. There's no reason. There's no reason. <laughs> I like ass. <laughs> Who doesn't? No. No. What we said is Sanji, as a kid, was trying to be helpful to Zef. So he's like, "Look, I found a book about fruit," and yeah. they were like, "Those are devil fruit, kid." No. And and that's. Like we didn't say anything about no. him being from the new world. No. Or no. no. Yes, and Caden. Yes, no. and I just like no. I just like the idea that maybe this knowledge is actually very out there. Like there's just there's just there's it's it's out there for you to find. And Sanji is the only person who is like, I wonder if I should take the quiz on like what my devil fruit should be. And it's like, it's the invisible fruit because you're a pervert. And he's like, cool, sick, 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 cool. Or like just Google is like devil fruit. And it's like, did you mean the gumu gumu no fruit? Did you mean the hana hana? Like, no. He went through autofill, every single possible autofill. He's the one person, he's the one person who Googled it. And everybody else is like, we'll never know. And it's just like, ah, uh, fam. Also, uh, fam? To, to um, actually... Did where did which sea did you say he was or wasn't from, Caden? Wasn't he uh, East Blue? Well, that's North we, Blue. No, that's where we found him in East Blue. Mm-hmm. Right. But he's already said during Skypea he's from the North Blue he, because he knew what Noland. Uh, he knew what the, the Noland story, Nolan was story about. takes place in the North Blue. Yeah, that just means he's familiar with it. I think he's a liar. I can't trust Sanji. Sanji sucks. That guy's read a lot of books, that man. Guy That's all I'm su- Sanji sucks. <laughs> Sanji's canceled. We'll find out why hey. soon. <laughs> man, that's coming up. Yeah. yeah. That's coming up. Sanji, Sanji, I can't trust a single word Sanji has ever said. And it seems like he's trying to like cover his tracks because he's from he's from Bad People Island. So so to recap, eyebrows, new world. Not from where he says he's from. I think his backstory is a lie. <gasps> we don't. What is his backstory? His literal backstory is like, I'm from the North Blue. I've heard this before. And that's it. That's all the quote unquote information we got. So what you're saying is not only does he not know this, but he's not from the North Blue. He's a liar. He's a cool. liar well, and a cheat huh? and a thief. That's Sanji's backstory is, hey, do you guys want to hear my backstory? And everyone said, we don't give a shit, Sanji. And he's like, cool. Great. Great. Good. That's fair. That's fair. Because there's nobody else who's like, hey, Zoro, what's your whole thing? And it's just like, do you really want to know? No, I don't really want to know. I know who you are now. I don't really give a shit. Does does your backstory uh, include a baby whale? No, I don't give a fuck about it. Okay, but literally every backstory we have seen in this show slash manga, it's like, when has there ever been a backstory where somebody was like, here's my backstory? It's always like, we see it, and it's like, all right, well, we don't need to know. We don't really need to know anything else. But it's like, actually, Brooke's backstory is the one time where Brooke's like, oh, my God, let me tell you the story about Laboon. And everyone's like, Laboon! Fish! We know that, dude. And then like Chopper and Robin yeah. and Frankie also got to hear. And it's like, oh, it's beautiful. So beautiful. 
What a great, what a great friendship, oh, man. Uh, so, so that that's your your prediction. You're locking, you're locking that in. It's locked in. Dirty Sanji is a dirty liar and comes from a dirty family of dirty, mean people who have lots of power or money or information, which is how he learned about devil fruit. And they all have curly eyebrows, and they're all probably just garbage people. Yakuza Sanji. Yeah, Caden wants the smoke. Before we go, uh, let's tell the folks at home where you can find us and follow us. Caden. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram, K-D-I-N-J-E-N-Z-E-N. That's Caden Jensen. It's just my full name. And you can find me on the Rooster Teeth website. And that's just Caden. Al? You can find me on Twitter at Al McClellan, J-R, A-L-M-C-C-L-E-L-L-A-N-D-J-R. That's it. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at Mark Bidonica. And how about you, Cap? You can find me on Twitter at T-E-H-F-L-O-D uh, to Flood. And you can find me on Tumblr at Molly Flood, Molly Key Flood, depending on what you're looking for. And we have a Yayo Talk Show tw- tw- Tumblr, Twitter. Twitter and Tumblr. Oh, All of them. A Tumblr. All a Tumblr. Man, all right. Yeah, we also have a Yayo Talk Show Tumblr, uh, where if you enjoy any kind of One Piece content, uh, update it pretty frequently. So if you... Come, come check it out. Check it, check, come check us out on uh, Tumblr. Nailed it. Look us up and follow us. And follow us on Twitch, too. Because right. uh, oh, yeah. if, if we haven't been utilizing that, we're going to be utilizing that soon. But going along with how most arcs and sagas have ended, now that you've listened to the episode, you've joined our crew. With that comes the responsibility of telling your friends, leaving a comment, following us on Twitter and Twitch at Yayo Talk Show, and letting Caden watch the show in one piece. Yeah. So... Come aboard, and we'll see you next time on Yayo Talk Show. Talking about One Piece.